Poison Rana. Okay, we're live now. <laughs> we were live originally, just like our our computers were lying to us. All right, we'll lie to everyone else right now. Yeah. Hello. Hello, hello, hello. <laughs> Brayden Harrington here with Davey Portman for Poison Rana. You found us on whatever podcast app you're listening to us and sometimes live. On YouTube.com <laughs> slash at Poison Rana Pod. Yeah. It's, uh, it says people in the chat are saying we were live and our, we were thinking we were not. And then we were just chilling awkwardly quiet like, huh, why aren't we alive? Yeah. And everyone's just like probably looking at their screens like what's going on here? It's because it's Wednesday. We're all, we're all out of whack. This today. isn't our day yeah. to go live at this time. But it's WrestleMania season. So we thought we'd do a little bonus show to give a little preview of the whole weekend of wrestling coming up this weekend. Like I said, it's going to be a lot. Absolutely, yeah. It's a really big, busy week. These WrestleManias now feel like big festivals. You know, there's so much to see, not just the WWE shows, but you've got, you know, Ring of Honor. You've got all the indie shows going on. Uh, so it's always an exciting time of year as a wrestling fan. Yeah, so we're going to dive into uh, some previewing of WrestleMania, some predictions for the weekend, some matches that we're definitely going to be checking out outside of the WWE umbrella, some Ring of Honor as well, and maybe some chat about some punk Mox, the, the, the saga of punk. Yes, the, the ongoing saga of punk. Saga of dirty punk uh, continuing and some Vikingo and Kenny talk as well. Uh, WrestleMania is this weekend. We are doing a watch party downtown Toronto at Gabby's King West. Two nights of partying with the BDE. Come find out if it's true. Do we live the gimmick? <laughs> we'll have wrestling-themed drinks. We'll maybe discuss the menu at the end of the mm. show as well uh, that you've come up with. Uh, we've got some wrestling music banging for the pre-show, post-show. We've got giveaways, replica titles to give away, plaques, like tickets to tickets to shows. show, like just yeah. crazy stuff going on uh, this weekend in Toronto, and we can't wait to see some of our our friends uh, this weekend because it's WrestleMania and it's, it's feel good. Play play all the Flow Rider, Green Light. Uh, what were you playing earlier? Uh, WrestleMania Thirty One. David Guetta Rise. Rise. Dun, dun, yeah, getting. I like getting, that one. It's getting, catchy. Yeah, uh, I love Written in the Stars. Yeah. That was a good one. Uh, I'm trying to think of some. Obviously, Limp Bizkit. I'm coming home. Coming home. home. That one's that great. One, um, Diddy. Yeah. WrestleMania had some bad. Oh, Peter Gabriel. <laughs> Just randomly. They were like, yeah, let's use big time. It's like, all right. Cool. Oh, yeah, yeah. We've had Kid Rock a couple of times. Yeah, a few too many times. Mm. Uh, the weekend needs to chill now. The weekend they're not wrestle. I like the weekend. They're yeah. not WrestleMania songs. We love the weekend. We're, we're Toronto, Scarborough King. But like, come on, it just doesn't fit wrestling. Blinding lights. I get it would have fit for this one because it's California, right? Like the mm. video package. But yeah, but it's like I'll see you in hell in a cell. <laughs> I want to fuck you with the lights yeah. on. <laughs> it's like wait, wait, wait. <laughs> I don't understand why Abel has to sing about this kind of stuff while uh, very odd. It's wrestling. Very but yeah, I we, like we love the weekend. But maybe we can move on from that kind of music we need something a bit more aggressive nxt is using like turnstile and like yep. more rock stuff so maybe like there's a, a good chance but uh john cena is a fan of what a man by salt and pepper well what a man he is. Yeah, yeah yeah we discussed it on wrestlemania 11 our review last week and that was a good it was the wrestlemania 11 remix from mm. salt and pepper that they did live that cena was there for which yeah was a great wrestlemania performance of one of the best of all time are we getting any live things this year is like is alter bridge playing edge out uh i i say this every i hope that every year yeah uh, but if this is edge's 
potential last mania. Come on, it needs to happen. Yeah, why wouldn't it happen? That would be awesome. There's talks of Gangrel. With Edge. And, and Christian. And Christian. Like, that'd be pretty cool. Well, as the brood coming up. Like, Edge has done the brood entrance a few times, but yeah. with the other two, yeah. that would be pretty cool. Yeah, um, yeah who else could? I, I've always wanted to have some sort of, like, orchestra play. Yeah. I think, like, can you imagine, like, Gunther, like, if they give him the his old theme, right. come out with an actual orchestra, that would be pretty cool. Yeah. Um, Cody, I mean, we've Cody, seen we've seen Downstate Live in AEW. Cody's going to have the... The long prelude, I yeah. think, to his entrance. You know, the the whole dramatic thing. Maybe we get the Cody Vader back. We're definitely getting the Cody Vader. There's so going to be much so much... Po- it's going to look like a bomb went off in yeah. California when his entrance hits. Who else could have a good one? Uh, oh, Rhea Ripley's being played out. Okay, cool. She's yeah. confirmed. Her that, theme is pretty badass, yeah. yeah. Okay, interesting. Yeah, we'll have to discuss the best entrances. Because I'm, I'm hoping that we get downstate. They released that, like, acoustic version of Kingdom. Mm. I'm wondering if we get that, and then it kicks into, like, the theme. Because they don't I mean, they prove, they prove they can't really sing it live. I feel they? like give them another chance. <laughs> Let them give the people what they want. There's so many WWE people just, who never knew that happened. Just Just dub it, <laughs> you know? Yeah, true. So they do the Super Bowl. Yeah, exactly. Yeah. yeah, that would be pretty good. No, but I'm excited. And we've kind of already kicked off our WrestleMania week because uh, we were at the Awesome Toys show on Sunday. Yeah, uh, the reason we didn't go live on Sunday, this is when we usually do this show. Um, well, we won't be going live this Sunday either because WrestleMania Sunday night. So yep. we will be going live Monday at some point for this show again on YouTube. So definitely come hang out. Time to be determined. But yeah, last Sunday we were at the Awesome Toy Show just outside of Toronto in Mississauga. And uh, we were invited from Sunday night's main event. Shout out all those guys, Randy and the boys there. They, uh, Sunday night's main events kind of run by uh, some some different people, for those who may, may or may not know. So they reached out and were like, hey, uh, we're going to be doing these conventions. We'd love to have other stuff. And they invited us in, and we had a, a, a fun time. It snowballed into us having a, a little bit of a tournament mm-hmm. for 2K23. Uh yeah, there was there was controversy. There was dramas. Yeah, hearts we, were broken. We had this this kid Stephen who was very very good at two K. Shout out Stephen. Um, but you know, fuck them kids, bro. <laughs> You're stealing my line. Yeah, <laughs> that's uh, exactly. Uh, this shout shall, out. Shall we go back? Yeah, yeah. So there was this kid Stephen who uh, who entered the tournament, but there was there was no age restriction to this thing. So we had a bunch of kids. Stephen was very good. To be fair, like it was only kids, and then like a few dads who didn't really yeah. know how to play, and then some people would be like, "Wait, hold on a second. That's there's a two hundred dollar prize. Mm. Like, can I enter? I don't even know how to play this since No Mercy. We kept hearing that I, I haven't played since No Mercy, and then they try and they would they wouldn't be very good. But some of the kids playing, yeah, would probably beat us. Yeah, a lot of the parents were saying, "Oh yeah, they just got this game last week. They haven't stopped playing it." A few of the kids were like, "We we were coming to the show, and then we saw advertised that now there was this tournament, so we've been training." Mm. <laughs> <So> yes, <laughs> these kids were preparing for our. 2K tournament. And then, yeah, Steven was clean in house. He was Randy Orton in the tournament. Yeah. Not the best character to pick. So I found it really interesting to see what, uh, what these kids, who these kids would pick, because it's kind of an indication of who's popular with this demographic. So a lot of them wanted to be Seth, Seth yeah. Rollins. Uh, we had a few wanting to be Randy, Cena, uh, Cena, Logan Paul. Yeah. was quite popular. And but my favorite was um, a lot of them wanted to play as Ricochet, 
And this one girl who clearly knows her wrestling was like, I'm, I'm going to be Ricochet. And someone who didn't really know goes, is he good? And she goes, no, not really, but I know his moves and they're pretty good. <laughs> <laughs> this girl was cleaning house yeah, too. I was thought, really what happened, so we had a bunch of kids playing and then, yeah, we, we, we let anyone kind of join in. And there was a, a guy probably in his early 20s. Mm. He was like hesitant to play at first and we're like, look, dude, like – you could use 200 bucks, like, mm. you win if you win. And he's like, I do play this game. Like, I love wrestling. I love this. I'm like, enter the tournament. Just do it. How do you think we'd have got on? I think we'd have done all right. I think we're both pretty good. I would have sent those kids fucking packing, bro. Yeah. What are you thinking? Come on. No, I, I'd, I'd have been curious because I didn't play any of them. I'd have been curious how to have done. <laughs> I'm, but the game's pretty good. Like, I, we haven't had a good chance to I, play it yet. It was, it was so fun. Like, again, like the, a, a bunch of kids playing the game. And some of them, again, were, mm. were really good and watching them do that. Like, it was, it was pretty fun. But, yeah, uh, this guy, Singh, decided to be Brock Lesnar. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> he comes in and starts beating all these well, kids. After all the Roman controversy where we're like, are we going to let someone be allowing... Roman? Roman was eliminated first. Yeah. So then we're like, yeah, anyone can be anyone. Sure, you can be Brock. So it came down to our boy Steven and Singh. And it was Singh. a SummerSlam rematch. It right? was a good match. It was a five-star classic. It was to the Randy game. versus Brock. Yeah, it was, it was pretty good. Uh, though, however, another thing that we were able to give out to some of our contenders and mm. players was uh lots of raffles for the big raffles during the day yeah. so when our winner won 200 bucks we gave him a bunch of raffles as well and he won like a plaque for 2k23 right. that was given from awesome toy show and money like we said but then me and you took a lot of the extra raffles and just gave it to these kids yeah throughout the day we were like hey you you were playing good here's these raffles and then at the end, we, we wanted to leave, but we we're like, no, we need to see we who wins. we got to see who wins. And didn't our kids win a bunch of shit? Yeah. We so, helped them win. So the top prize was a trip to WrestleMania. Yeah. Uh, but then there was like a laptop computer. A that drone. I think the, the girl won a drone. Really? I think the little kid, Steven, won... Um, uh, he won a laptop. He won like a laptop or something. Yeah, so I felt, I felt, I felt like our, our karma was set for, see, we're nice people. The funniest though was the trip to WrestleMania. Now this is a trip to Los Angeles being like, you're leaving in five days. <laughs> you're going to WrestleMania. Um, and the winners were this couple. I'd say they're about our age, you know, early thirties. Yeah. Um, so they win. They're jumping around celebrating. Their kids oh. are jumping around celebrating. And then they're like, oh, no, sweetie, you're staying with grandma. <laughs> and then you saw them like go up on stage. So angry. And the kids are like, what the so fuck? Furious. But then like, let's be realistic here. It's yeah. like, can you, if you were sprung on, okay, you got to pay for a trip to, uh, to LA for your two kids. You're leaving in five days. No, it's not going to happen. Yeah. Enjoy, enjoy the break. Yeah. And, yeah. You can go when you're older. Yeah, it was a it was a fun time at yeah. the Awesome Toy Show. We'll definitely be back when it comes. Shout out Wing uh, for putting that all together and inviting us there. And uh, there was a lot of wrestling stuff though, like wrestling. Our boy Tom, we brought our boy who Big Tom. I think he's in the chat right now. He sells a, lo a lot of wrestling merchandise and memorabilia, so we let him kind of join it. We knew it was kind of his bag and stuff, and he ended up having a, a great day. <laughs> Everybody wanted to buy. Some of his stuff, replica titles and stuff are in masks. There is definitely something about, uh, and I think that's why things like this do well. You can probably get a bunch of this stuff on the internet. I'm not just talking like the like, replica like titles, toys. but the figures and everything. But there's something of seeing it in front of you yeah. and being like, oh, I could get this now. I could you're walk seeing out it, with this. You're seeing the quality of it physically right in front. Yeah. Uh, I mean, that's why I bought the, the Ryback figure. <laughs> 
Um, <laughs> yeah, what was your haul from a toy show convention? I got a, a Ryback figure, and I got Jacob from Lost as a <laughs> as a Funko Pop. I got uh, the whole Scooby gang uh, for like five bucks. Yeah, I gave it to my girlfriend, and then I got a, a Captain Hook for free. You know, nice. I love my cartoon Captain Hook, and then I got a only because I was just talking about this the other day of. My favorite, one of my favorite toys as a kid was this Wolverine when he's Weapon X, mm. when he's like, like pretty much half naked with the, the, the tubes on him, the yeah. mask helmet thing with his claws. I had this figure and someone was just selling it like, you know, loose, but for five bucks, I was like, yeah, all right, I'll do it. Yeah. The, the Jacob one, when I bought it, the guy at the stool was like, yes, I'm cause that's a steal. That's five bucks for that. I'm glad someone, right. was like, I was going to take it myself. So I'm like, yeah. Nice. So I've got two lost Funko Pops now. Uh, yeah, we were hanging out. We had the, the system playing games, and Tom was selling stuff. I had my pins that we're going to have some more this uh, weekend as well. So yeah, they just, were doing well. Yeah, so it's uh, it's come yes, come check out the poison pins available this weekend. Mm. Exclusive merchandise at the at the end giveaways at the event. But yeah, uh, this was a fun time. It was fun. Yeah, I hope there's a, a wrestling one like around Forbidden Door. I feel like there's enough people yeah. that could like. Create Absolutely, a whole yeah. kind of festival and Starcast or something, maybe sure. even. But yeah, so yeah. Shall we get in some WrestleMania talk? Yes, we shall. All right. So WrestleMania 39 is happening this weekend. Uh, split over two nights again, uh, Saturday and Sunday, and uh, the card is, I think, full now, complete. Do we know which matches are on which? So day? they've announced some. I found it really interesting. Cause, cause Wikipedia, Davy. I don't yeah. know if you know this website. It tells the truth always, <laughs> and it's always right. And it's tell it's it says now there's like different nights with different things where so it wasn't before. They've announced. Uh, I, they announced a lot of it on Raw this week. So we know John Cena versus Austin Theory is opening yeah. the whole thing. I imagine the first thing is going to be you know John Cena's entrance, most likely. Uh, they've been advising like don't miss it like LA traffic sucks get there early leave stand and deliver early <laughs> yes uh, Seth Rollins versus Logan Paul's com- uh, confirmed for night one uh, Trish Lita and Becky versus damage control confirmed for night one Brock versus Omos night one um, and that's interesting on wiki it's listing both the Raw and the women's uh, Raw and the Smackdown women's championship for night one I would be surprised if that happens, to be honest. Um, but they've announced only for night two so far, Roman versus Cody Rhodes, which will be the main event. I find it interesting that they haven't announced the main event for night one yet. And I figure that's maybe an indicator that they're still going back and forth on, is it going to be the tag match or is it going to be Charlotte Rhea? Yeah. And I think fans are all like, it should not be Charlotte and Rhea. No. At this point, with this build, with this whole story... Rhea is one of the hottest characters, but the feud is pretty cold. And I don't. I think the match would be good, yeah. and I think if you did end night one with it, I think the crowd would be respectful of it sure. as well. Because as you said, they do really like Rhea. Um, but the tag match kind of—that's the big story that's been going on for months and months and months. Um, they're advertising it as the biggest tag team championship match of all time. Yeah, it feels big, so why not make it feel even and I, bigger? I think it's a real statement. Like we've. I, I almost feel if Charlotte and Rhea main event, it's tokenism in a way. It's just to do it for the sake of having a women's match as the main event. I think the the most built match should main event, yeah. really. Um, so uh, I would put the tag there. Yeah, no, I would go with the tag as well. It's the hottest story. Just the visual of Sammy and Kevin 
celebrating yeah. at the end of a WrestleMania. Done. Would be wonderful. Yeah. Like, that's all, that's all we need to see. So. And then the kind, it's also a cliffhanger for the next night because yeah. the Usos, like the first crack of the bloodline has, has formed and you kind of have that cliffhanger of, oh, what's, how's Roman going to react? How is this going to affect him tomorrow? Yeah, that absolutely. Kind of I, I feel like that's the right call. I, other than those two, is there anything else? I don't think so. Well, so, um, the so, Hell in the Cell. Hell in the Cell. Yeah. Uh, I don't think that would main event though. Yeah. Um, well, let's go through night one and give our kind of predictions here. So we, we did say we're starting with John Cena and Austin Theory for the US title. Yeah, I see John Cena beating Austin Theory. Really? Yeah. I, I, I know we've watched Austin Theory and evolve in NXT and, and come a long way, but the, the talking to the empty crowd promo just didn't hit for me. Mm. I think the way as many people think this guy definitely, they say he's the, the next, he's the future. I definitely think he can still be a key player, but just not really feeling this one to be honest and as john cena goes like yeah i love cena but the last time he didn't do too much in the match so is this just going to be him hit in an aa or is this an actual match i i think austin theory has to win this okay really. um cena as you said like in that tag match didn't do a whole lot um definitely slowed down in the last few matches we've seen him in um this is also for a championship so if Cena wins this title, that means he's got to do open challenges. More dates, <laughs> considering he only did one Raw for this build, I can't see him having many more dates after this. Unless maybe they want a rematch in Puerto Rico and have him as a big name to draw there, perhaps. Um, but yeah, I, I I think they're investing a lot in Austin Theory, and they should pull the trigger with him. Like if they're going to go with him, they they're going to just they should just keep on going until it kind of clicks i think and um yeah we've seen so many times where someone's been hot and going up against the cena and then losing and it ending it cena's past that point in his career now so i think it should be theory i i i totally understand and i could totally see it going that way i i just i haven't necessarily clicked in with him a lot a lot of people feel that way yeah Yeah. um so i feel like it's whether maybe if you give him the win and how he handles like a mad crowd at Raw after Mania or stuff like that. Maybe things will start falling into place. Maybe if he hits Ataxium or whatever. Ataxia? Ataxia. Whatever yeah, the hell that, that was. Yeah, yeah, I don't exactly. like the A-Town down. Yeah, it sucks. It's not good. It's terrible. The whole A-Town thing. I, I, yeah, I'm not an Austin Theory fan. <laughs> I, I really tried back in the day. I was kind of... The way he was funny and terrible and yeah. loved him a little bit, but not feeling it. Seth freaking Rollins <laughs> versus Logan Paul. Yeah, sponsored by Prime, probably somehow, some way. He's going to come out with the Prime again. Yeah, which uh, everyone, everyone was drinking at the Austin Toy Show. <laughs> yeah. Oh, poor Trey Miguel. Someone, someone thought he was selling. So Prime. this person go, this lady goes up to uh, Trey Miguel, uh, Impact X Division champion, and says, "Oh, are you selling these?" And he goes, uh, you, photographs are free, but if you want like uh, an autograph or some of my merch, yeah, I'm, I'm selling them. And she goes, oh, no, 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 I'm talking about the, the Prime. Because <laughs> he's drinking about the Prime. He's like, oh, no, this is, this is mine. <laughs> I just, just bought it. it. <laughs> she thought he was the Prime vendor oh my God. at this toy shop. With one bottle there. With She's one like, bottle. That was a really weird flex from yeah. this lady. So, but. Um, Sorry, back to WrestleMania here. Rollins Seth, Paul. Yeah. I think this is going to be a fantastic match. Me too. Um, Logan Paul's really impressed so far. Rollins is one of, if not the best wrestler they have on the main roster. Um, a lot of people kind of seem to think Logan and Cody for the Saudi show. And if you're going that route, 
you kind of have to have him beat Rollins here. Yeah, I kind of see that. It sucks because Rollins is like supposed to be the the be all end all worker here in WWE, and he lost last year to returning Cody Rhodes. Yeah. The spectacle, the spectacle of Logan Paul is not a real main roster guy, so he's like the the special. And here he is probably losing to him here again. I kind of think it should be what Logan Paul has been doing this so far is like keeps getting so close, and then Seth does put him away. Yeah, it, I mean Paul has had the advantage of Rollins every week and I, I have liked the punch they've been using yeah. kind of putting over that it's titanium in like because it was surgically repaired right so okay. he's basically got titanium <laughs> in his fist and the punches have looked great when he's like knocked out Rollins so Weapon X Logan I, Paul. I think this is going to be uh, really good I do I think it'll be pretty good I, I think Logan Paul and work since working here has picked up this really quickly mm. and like he's getting all the extra little spices from everyone else so he's learning real fast and i think this could be pretty entertaining trish lita and becky lynch versus damage control uh i'm you know what i'm kind of hyped for this io shirai and trish stratus are gonna have a face-to-face standoff in this match and that's really what's selling it for me to like the best i think just women's wrestlers and not only that, Lita's in this match, Becky's in this match, Bailey's, Dakota. This is kind of crazy. Yeah, I'm kind of not excited about it, but then I look at it on paper and I yeah. go, oh, actually, this should be pretty fun. Um, this this should be exactly what it, it it should not go too long. It should have little sequences with all three different like dream matchup scenarios there. Yeah. They gave away Becky and EO for Which free really on good. Raw. It was really yeah. good, but like that is a future main event some way, some down the line. But Becky going off on EO on Raw was great for this story. Yeah. Her just kind of really saying what kind of You're people, great. Like, you're great. You been doing? Yeah. What have you, you've been wasting away being lackeys for Bailey. But this match, I think Damage Control should win and get the definitive win back from the Legends. Here. So the fact Lita and Becky are champions means they've got to defend it. Like, Lita's yeah. going to have another match after this, uh, whether it's the Puerto Rico show, them against Kai and Sky again, or, I mean, we've got this four-way women's match maybe the winner of that goes on because this kind of should be the end of the feud at this point but uh some people are saying maybe trish turns and joins damage control (laughs) what well remember she we didn't see her get attacked she was just like oh they beat me up so maybe some people classic trish turning at wrestlemania on lita as well like it uh so one more time be something one more time SummerSlam. And then you could do Bailey and Trish versus Lita and Becky for the tag titles, maybe. That's I've not heard that that discourse, and that mm. that does sound interesting. Again, my I, I love Lita and Trish. Definitely grow up like loving these two, and to now see them like tie in with Io Shirai, Io Sky being my like all time favorite. This this has my attention without a good story. But I think this raw this last raw they did a good job. So uh, the coffee shop I go to, yeah, um, this this guy who works there. Uh, was like, oh my god, like Trish, Trish and Lita were my favorites as a kid, and I was like, oh, they're they're wrestling this weekend. He yeah, was like, what? They're having a map? I'm like, yeah. So I gave him a flyer, and he was like, wow, I I kind of want to see that. Yeah, it's it's pretty. It'll bring some of the old school because again, Trish and Lita, but Becky is like the new guard, right? Like Becky is still the best, I yeah. think, in WWE when it comes to the women's, and uh, I'm excited for this match. Brock Lesnar versus Omos. We're getting the F5, right? That's what it is. So I'm like, I don't think this is going to be good, but I did like the video package they showed 
comparing the two, kind of really putting over Omos's size. The visual of seeing Brock Lesnar look like a tiny man next yeah. to someone is pretty cool. So I'm kind of just down for the spot. Like, if they pull off the F5, yeah. I kind of think this will be... It would have over-delivered, you know, and be a bit of a success. Yeah. So at, when they first announced this match, I was like, horrible. Why? Now I'm kind of, all right, yeah, it could be a fun... It's not going to be anything long. You had my attention, now you have my curiosity. Yeah, kind of. <laughs> yeah, it might be the smoke break match, but I do want to see the F5. Mm. But I'm sure they'll replay it a five million times in the rest of history. But yeah. Uh, Bianca Belair versus Asuka. Oh yeah, who do you think's winning that? Brock. Brock? Brock. Has Omos Brock undefeated? Five. No, 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 Omos okay. has lost. He lost to Lashley, didn't he? Right. Um, I did like listening to MVP on Corey Graves' podcast. Yeah. Uh, he was saying that he basically... Uh, was telling Amos like you need you need a proper tailor like you need to wear you need to be wearing good suits and what the fuck is your ring gear sort that out because he was wearing like jeans and a yeah. top and like now he's got proper gear and he's kind of saying like this guy is an athlete he played basketball and he just shits on Great Carly in this thing he's like I don't want just a lumbering big guy walking around who can't do shit like I want this guy to be good because he's an athlete uh, and then hopes up MVP, and then goes on about how he's looking forward to this next match, Bianca versus Asuka. He says, "I think that's going to be match of the weekend." I'm so hyped for this. Match. Oh yeah, I mean, again, just because the build has been pretty bad, we're kind of forgetting about it. But once the bell rings, I think this could definitely slap. We've seen it in the part, like the Sasha and Bianca uh, build was terrible. The yeah. match was fantastic. This match is going to be great. Um, I think Asuka breaks the streak. The build has been terrible. Just it's been Asuka dribbling. Yeah, she's gonna spit in her face and steal the title. Yeah, I kind of, I'd kind of like to see Bianca break the one year mark as champion and have her undefeated in singles at, at WrestleMania. WrestleMania? Interesting. She, she's three and zero. No, she's two and zero. Right? Yeah, but she, she never wrestled in WrestleMania before. Only like battle royal. Okay. In a pre-show, mm. I think. Um, I might be wrong there, but yeah. Uh, this could be great. I, I kind of want Bianca to retain. Although I think Asuka with her gimmick change, like it, it's a good opportunity to like put the title on her. Yeah, I think so. Asuka's just like one of the, again, like the women's roster is stacked here. And if you're someone like me, there's a lot of crap through the year mm. of raw matches and tag and this and that and like Mickey Mouse bookings and stuff. But when it comes to like the big matches, the past few years, the women's matches specifically have been like really stand out. And Bianca has been a superstar. Asuka, right like through the pandemic, was the star, I mm. think. Like yeah, helped carry absolutely. stuff. So to finally see her get her moment. I think Asuka never should have lost to Charlotte at WrestleMania. I think that was the the the, the little crack that messed mm. up the like story of her character because uh, fans love her, but like you just said, MVP and stuff, like wrestlers always say she's the best. It's funny you saying about her kind of streak ending. They did a really good hype video for yeah. this match on Raw. Had nothing to do with the dribbles. Oh, I'm being weird. <laughs> it was just putting over like Bianca's athletic background and how she's just been so dominant as a champion. But saying about Asuka's streak, which hasn't been brought up for years. Yeah. Obviously, mainly NXT uh, clips, but it did cut, carry through until that WrestleMania. It was like over 900 days. So putting that over kind of was like, yeah, that's the story you should have been telling here. Yeah. Um, I'm hoping after Mania we get some sort of shakeup with the rosters because I think Bianca and Charlotte needs to happen as a big match in the next year. Yep, um, for sure. But I'm going Asuka. 
I'll go Bianca. Okay. And that takes us to Charlotte versus Rhea Ripley for the SmackDown Women's Championship. I think it needs to be Charlotte. Mommy's taking it home. I mean, sorry. Rhea. (laughs) Said Charlotte and then Mommy at the same. I mean, Rhea. I think it's just absolutely time for her to beat Charlotte. Again, needs her vindication here. 100%. I, I, I almost think it would serve the match better to go earlier because I don't think you, if it was main eventing, I think it telegraphs that it's definitely Rhea. Right. Because I can't see them wanting to end the, the night with Charlotte just retaining. Yeah. It doesn't feel like that big moment. So I think if you put that earlier in the show, you plant that seed of doubt a bit more. Um, but I, I definitely see it being Rhea. I think it makes most sense. Yeah. She's one of the um, hottest characters right now. She's been so hot. Strike the iron yeah. when it's hot and be, have a dominant run with the championship. We're going to see her and Dom celebrating. Her and Bianca <laughs> in the next year as well would be great. Oh, for sure. Um, and then, and then, yeah, right now we're not exactly sure where other matches lie on different nights, but we imagine a lot of these will be night two. Mm. So Gunther, Seamus, Drew, I am really looking forward to this one. Big, big lads wrestling, big meaty men slapping meat. It's going to be fantastic. The chops, the kicks, the brogues, the everything. Uh, Make sure you, you get your banger bombs all lined up, Yeah, which is, uh, Get some Jagger for Gunther, right? Yeah. Some Scotch for Drew and some Guinness. Yeah. Drop it in the Guinness. Yeah. And then try not to fight anyone afterwards. Yeah. But this is the fighting around the world match. <laughs> this is this is at the watch party, the point where everyone's taking their tops off to get shots from each other. Uh, yeah, I think Gunther's been awesome as champion. I've loved this Seamus run um, with the brawling brutes and everything. And I I think you know kind of. Taking Drew out of the main event picture um, doesn't, as a fan, it it puts him more in my favor because I think this is where he kind of should be. And I do think Drew is a good wrestler, but just got a little boring when it was top of the card all the time. So I, I think this is going to be really good. I'm going to go with Sheamus. I'm going pinning, with Sheamus pinning Drew. Yeah, means Gunther can lose this title, yeah. kind of still be not defeated exactly and can challenge Cody down the line and be in that main event picture. I completely agree with that. I, I need, I need Shamey to get it. Sheamus used to be one of my least favorite wrestlers and look how far, like mm. I've just become such a big fan. It was the hat and the jacket <laughs> ever since that, ever since he just became super chill and Irish and less yeah. like, you know, mean and Irish. He, I mean, he still is, but you know, I love, I love Sheamus now and, and this is where he needs his, his big moment. He's had his WrestleMania moments before, but this is, I think, something that now in this stage of his career, like the crowd will be on his side. Uh, speaking of uh, banger bombs for this match, how about uh, play? W- w- we're taking suggestions at Poison Rana Pod for drinking game ideas for WrestleMania. Take a drink, take a shot every time there's a chop in this match. <laughs> Jeez. <laughs> be dead. Yeah, I don't think you'd be last dead. 30 seconds in this match, possibly. But I'm excited for this match. I'm really excited for this yeah. one. Um, what is next? There's hell in a cell. Oh, yeah. Edge going up against the demon Finn Balor. <laughs> yes. Um, I, I'm excited. This is hell in a cell at Mania. I think that's good and will like really like shake up the card a bit. Um, I kind of feel Edge kind of needs to put an end to this story. You know, because yeah. it's been them on him the whole time. So I kind of feel to end the story, it's got to be him winning. But I think Finn 
long term makes way more sense. Again, if you're having Cody as the champion, Finn is certainly someone you could have as a challenger at like a B-level pay-per-view, I think. And because Judgment Day are hot now, I think that would work. And I think Finn kind of reestablishing this demon and like getting back that it's that's when he's at his most powerful. I think Finn makes a bit more sense here. And I'd like to see him move up the card. I'd like Finn to win as well and definitely put an end to this. Let Edge do something else. He could do more stuff with Beth and other people. But I think Finn winning could elevate him into another level. Because like a Finn-Cody match. A Finn, you know. Yeah, Finn-Cody Finn is what Finn, I see. Finn a lot of things. Finn is, is really good. And uh, this Judgment Day thing could work for him if he's kind of the leader of them. And having the other pieces in play with Rhea and Dom and stuff. Like potentially him being a viable like main guy, which they st- still haven't like successfully hit with him on main roster yet. So mm. I think like, like to be like huge, big guy, like yeah. a star that I think he could still p- potentially be, but yeah, I'm going with Finn as, as well, but uh, I think this could be pretty good. I hope it doesn't just go very, very long. I, I don't think so. I think most, I think the longest you're going to get is around like 22. And, and we were joking, Gangrel, Christian, <laughs> That entrance would be cool. I love the brood theme. It's one of the best yeah. wrestling themes. But Alter Bridge should play him out. But so. have it all, yeah, all in one all. entrance. The whole to. career, like the the stages of yeah. his career. Rob throughout. Zombie's there as oh, well. Oh yeah, red red. Uh, we've brood. got the women's WrestleMania Showcase Fatal Four Way Tag Team Match: Liv Morgan and Raquel Rodriguez, Natalia and Shotzi, Ronda Rousey and Shayna Baszler, Chelsea Green and Sonya Deville. Uh, I mean. Signs point to Ronda and Shayna just because they're they're the UFC. They need to do something with all the money they spent on Ronda, I guess. Uh, to build to Ronda and Shayna versus Lita and uh, Becky, I guess. I yeah, I I guess. But I'm kind of liking the 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 team of uh, the the Black Hearts or the Shots Hearts. What are they called? Oh right, <laughs> Natalia and Shotzi. Yeah, the logo they posted was pretty sweet. It's like the the Hart family logo, but with like the helmet and like her thing on it. It looked pretty cool. Um, I like the complaint department. <laughs> yeah. Uh, Chelsea Green <laughs> and Sonia. Yeah. I, I think Chelsea's been so great yeah. since she's come back. I found her really entertaining. Um, yeah, this is the match on the entire weekend that I have the least interest in. For sure. Uh, it's a showcase match and that's exactly what it is. It's this and the showcase. other one. This and the other one. The other one I think will surprise though because when you look, it's you got Braun and Ricochet, Street Profits, Alpha Academy and Viking Raiders. There's a lot of very good people in that match okay. and I think they're going to want to kind of make the most of the minutes they get. I think this could actually be pretty fun but it's not really for anything and yeah. hasn't really had any decent build so why do i care but i think that one could surprise yeah do love me some street profits do love me some viking raiders and do love me some chad gable so uh who would you go with uh i think braun and ricochet just because they're going hard with that like big and small team the bold men team street profits okay yeah uh the usos versus kevin owens and Sami Zayn for the undisputed wwe tag team titles yeah we hope this main events night one yeah. but uh we're recording this a few way before so we're thinking uh kevin and sammy get the big win get the big celebratory wrestlesania ko mania and then kevin turns on him yeah. <laughs> and dumps the tag titles in the trash pisses on it yeah <laughs> there we go uh, it's got to be kevin and of sammy course, i think yeah. but i i think this match is gonna 
kill. I yeah. really can't wait for this one. This one definitely has all the attention. The story's been so good. The hug, uh, the every, the, everything and going the on. the deserve this moment. Uh, like I think we said a couple of weeks ago, their first WrestleMania main card match was last year. Wow. Against Boogs and Nakamura, which doesn't feel that big. So you they know, need this, a big match. They deserve this yeah. huge tag team title match. Absolutely. Uh, 100%. Ray versus Dominic Mysterio. Oh, man, I loved the segment where Dom's just talking shit to Ray's wife and Ray's daughter, and then Ray's just had enough. It reminded me of a movie. Like, he finally could not take this anymore. I've ne- I loved Ray's, like, promo after. He yeah. sounded so... Fired up. Angry. Yeah. Uh, which you don't often hear from Ray. Yeah. And I, th- I thought that segment was uh, awesome. The pop when Dom, the, Dom gets punched yeah. by Ray. This crowd cheering for a dad... Punching it was his so in the good. Face. I, I really am praising WWE doing proper story. Little things and stories can go such a long way. It's, it's really hard to like sell a match, father versus son, where you're rooting for the father. You know? Yeah, like true. It, it's and they've done it in a way like with everyone. There's no one watching that going like, "Oh, that's bad. He's beating his kid." Yeah, which is a way it could go if handled wrong. I and think Dom is bigger than him too. <laughs> yeah, I think they've done such a great job with this. Yeah, the Dom stuff is hilarious. Mm. Like the care, like they know exactly what they're doing with that cheeky heel stuff. Whether it was prison Dom, ex-con Dom, like they know exactly what they're doing. And the segment with Ray finally decking him and the crowd erupting proved that they knew exactly what they were doing there's probably going to be a lot of bells and whistles with this one but the crowd are going to be into it every single moment i i could see this in a funny sort of way being like the sammy uh johnny knoxville last year where it's it's not going to be a technically great match but i think they'll plan it out in such a way dom's Dom's been when's the last time dom wrestled he's he's been wrestling in tags and singles i feel like he hasn't like fully had like a a big I feel like he's been shooting in the gym. I feel like Dom's been like working on something. He's no, he's gonna shit the bed. I, and no. I know I've said this already, but I think it ends like Jericho and Michaels at nineteen, right? Where Dom's like crying after the loss, and Ray's like, "Can we move on?" And they hug, and then he kicks him. Ah, uh, yeah. I'm still with. Puts a syringe in his dick. Oh no. <laughs> You said you didn't want me to talk about moments. You didn't want me to. Talk, you said you didn't want me to talk about syringes on the show today. Uh, For anyone wondering what he's talking about, uh, do not, absolutely, do not search this if you're squeamish or for the faint of heart. But there was a. a, a to be honest, just don't search it. Just don't, to be honest. But there was a video from a wrestling event last week that is now notorious, and people are going off on it. And it's definitely one of the most disgusting things I've seen in wrestling. But again, not for the faint of heart, but. I believe it was XPW, hmm. something with a syringe, something with a dick. Put you've, the two and two together. You've been and, fucking warned. Yeah. Jesus. Terrible. Yeah. Uh, so thanks for bringing that up in the Dom thing. I don't think we're seeing that in <laughs> WrestleMania, but I, I can't wait for this too. It's going to be great. And the main event, Cody Rhodes versus Roman Reigns for the undisputed WWE Universal Championship. Yeah. Cody v. Roman, or as some people have been seeing the memes of uh, Aquaman versus Highlander. Yeah, it is. It is. It very much is. Uh, so Cody comes in from AEW and becomes the hottest thing here, wins the Rumble, gets this main event slot against Roman, who's been on this like ultimate bad guy run for the like what feels like the last like two years easily or something yeah. like that. 
is it too easy to just go with Cody? Is it because it's an AEW guy that they want to put over the WWE? Like, they got to make sure, and then eventually Cody gets his spot? Or do you just do the right thing? I think you just do the right thing. Like, it I, makes so much I sense. Think also, just listen to this preview. We've been saying about multiple people, oh, that could then be an opponent for Cody. You yeah. know? And I think Roman has kind of, like, he's for everyone. And... Roman versus a heel doesn't really make sense. So at this point, doesn't really make sense to go kind of Gunther Roman. I think that's definitely a match I want to see down the line. But I think it it freshens things up entirely with Cody as champion. Roman can take a bit of a break, come back refreshed and everything. Absolutely. And I think there are so many matches. Cody, Logan Paul, Cody, Seth again, Cody, Finn, Cody, Gunther. Um, Cody, yeah, there's there's so many options now. Yeah, Cody Dom. Cody Sammy, Cody Kevin, like, Cody Dom. <laughs> Both have iconic Hall of Fame wrestling mm. fathers. The dream match. How long are the entrances combined for this match going to be? Roman's going to get this crazy... What does he get? I'm going 15 minutes for the two combined. They're going to get the people well, who... Roman just walks slowly and has his... Swings giant his hologram titles. Swings his titles around. Yeah, swanging. Yeah. Uh, Cody's is going to be long. I think it's going to have um, his like acoustic downstate thing and then go into the theme. Okay. Do you see his belt? He's got this white thing with gold that says Cody and then inscribed on the inside is all the like indie I, promotions. I heard him talk about it. I've not yeah, seen it yet. Looked pretty cool. Also, someone made a Cody Rhodes Championship winged eagle belt that Cody took a picture with as well. So that's something... I heard that Triple H has approved a new okay. championship. So it's clearly not the Cody fan-made one with no. the nightmare on it. But it can't be the other one that's floating around that's half blue, half red. That would be terrible. Oh, is that one? I hope that's not. I it. hope not. Let's just let's just give Cody the winged eagle. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, I mean, I think it's good. You've had these titles like for a while and we've seen this before when they've unified you know like Jericho would carry the two titles and then when Triple H beat him he had the the unified yeah, like yeah. one championship we saw that with uh like when what was what was it Brock when Brock beat Brian for the, yeah. the double titles he just dropped it down to one so I think kind of yeah get the title on Cody and introduces a new fresh like it's such a like title. Like I know, uh, I know certain wrestlers may or may not, or certain people may or may not have seen Rocky, but like uh, I'm sure Cody and Roman Reigns have seen Rocky, and in Rocky, like the bad the bad guy wins in it, so yeah. maybe that's the the first big chapter for the Cody story. But I do think it's the maybe, right time. But in the WWE story, yeah. the bad guy's been winning for yeah. a long, long, a time. long time. We've had a lot of Empire Strikes Back. Yeah, you know, it's time for a return of the Cody. Return of Cody, exactly. <laughs> so. I, I do like I will be cheering for Cody, but I wouldn't be like I, I'm hyped for this match. It's the biggest main event in a long time. Yeah, uh, it's I think they've done such a great job with this WrestleMania. I think they've really committed to some long term stories. Like most of this card was kind of seeds planted at SummerSlam, right? That's when Bailey and Io Dakota came back. Um, that's when. Like around that time, like Clash at the Castle, you had the Gunther Sheamus thing going on. Um, Ray Dom was what Extreme Rules? No, that was Clash at the Castle as well. So September. So they've been long builds for these matches, and it's really paid off because I think people are really invested in Ray Dom. They're really invested in Cody Roman. They're really invested in Usos, Sammy. A lot of big stories. I think the the big yeah. L is the way the women's matches have been built. 
which has yeah. been very poor. Um, but on paper, those two championship matches are going to be great. Yeah, the, both nights, whatever matches end up on either night, like all these matches sound pretty good. And it sounds like it's a stacked WrestleMania and one I'm looking forward to in the longest time. So definitely going to be cranking green light and whatever else. Mm. My way. Is there, have you seen the My Way for Brock and Omos? Is that one? <laughs> I'm just, just throwing the scales around. Yeah. So I'm, I'm super hyped. This is definitely one where we're like, oh, wow, WrestleMania season feels like pretty special again. So I, wrestling, just again, wrestling this past year has just been fantastic. Do you have a match you're most looking forward to? Uh, most looking forward to, it might be the tag match. Mm. It might be. The main event, just because of the hype around I think it, atmosphere wise, I think yeah. that crowd's going to be molten. So yeah. I think we're going to see better like in ring matches. But there's that there's that big match like goosebump vibe yeah. you get, and I think this one is one of them. And I'm happy that they do the two nights now because it allows people to not be that damn tired yes, at the, the end time, because yeah. you want to still be supporting who you know people you want people to cheer and stuff. So. Mm. Yeah, I'm just looking forward to like the whole show. Honestly, like a lot of the stuff on this card is, like I said, seeing Trish and EO tangle up there has my attention. Yeah. Seeing, seeing uh, the three way with the lads there, like all all these different matches. Literally, I I don't think I've been this excited for a WrestleMania in like a Me long too. time. There's always been like a few matches here and there, but this is like pretty much both shows, and that's and and that's the truth. So I am I do think Triple H since taking over this past year has done a fantastic job of getting people hyped for. Not only like the wrestling has stepped up, but the storylines and stuff for the most part. And it's sense. paying off. Like their yeah. right, their ratings are better. Their yeah. ticket sales are better. Like business is up with them. Yeah. And it's the quality has improved. Yeah. Roman's, uh, Roman's a draw. He is. Well, uh, that's WrestleMania weekend. We will be going live. Uh, we're not, we're not going at way or anything, but we will be going live Monday after sometime during the afternoon and yeah. giving thoughts and running down the whole show in the weekend. But, there's a lot of other stuff there is, going yeah, on this weekend. WrestleMania weekend. Uh, where do you want to start with this? Maybe the ROH show? Uh, yeah, definitely. I would start with going to postwrestling.com because uh, Pollock and Sino and I think a few others have been updating this whole list of all these other shows going on that I'll definitely uh, cherry pick some things I have my eyes on for this weekend. But you said it. Ring of Honor, Supercard of Honor. Everyone, I, I'm going to be honest. I have not watched the new Ring of no, Honor yet. I just, there's only so much time to, you know, watch the wrestling we watch to talk about and do shows on. And then we have shoot jobs. Yeah. So you got to cherry pick. I, I definitely, though, will be watching Ring of Honor this Friday because this card looks awesome. Super card of honor featuring the main event of Claudio going up against Eddie. Eddie Kingston and Claudio Castagnoli for the ROH world title. I think it's time that Eddie gets his kind of somewhat his flowers and let him kind of reign control of this, you know, company because the storyline is he left AEW. Yeah. I think give him the title. Claudio can go do stuff with uh, the combat. ACC. Yeah. So just, just go that route. I think it could be pretty good. What do you think? Yeah. I, I think I'm with you there. Yeah. Um, it's. It's a shame if this is the moment for Eddie. It's a shame that it's not New on York. an AEW oh, or something. Okay. But um, yeah, I th I think this match will be good. We know there's like gen genuine like animosity between these two. Right. They've now translated it into the story. Um, yeah, I think Eddie winning makes sense and would be a feel good moment. And yeah, so then you get these titles off of 
AEW TV. You know, you don't have Claudio just walking around with some random title when he's with uh, Mox and Yuda. Yeah. Uh, we go to Wheeler Yuda, Wheeler Yuda going up against Katsur, Katsuyori Shibata, which is crazy that Shibata's coming back yeah. to more AEW. Like he's been doing, he's been doing a little of the AEW, uh, what GCW, I think as mm. well, but to have him here against Yuda, who's been like calling him out, uh, doing the sitting down and all that stuff. This should, this, this should bang. This should be great. I'm actually going to go with Shibata here. Yeah. Uh, for, for a similar kind of reason as the Eddie thing. I think. Get this title off of TV um, so BCC can focus on their actual feud that's yeah. going on. And then Shibata could maybe drop this at Forbidden Door, perhaps. Yeah, that to makes total else. sense. Yeah, for sure. No, I, I would totally go with that. Uh, I'm, I'm down for this match. Just though. always good seeing Shibata again. Still interesting, hasn't wrestled for New Japan since coming maybe back. Maybe he'll wrestle at Forbidden Door. But, yeah, I think he will. Yeah, I think he'll defend this championship. Shibata wins? Yeah. For the pure, sorry, this is the pure title, right? Yeah. yeah. Your favorite. Uh, <laughs> yeah. Uh, okay, I'm a little confused because I'm seeing here, this is Wikipedia telling me Athena's defending the ROH women's title against Yuka Sakazaki when I thought it was supposed to be uh, Emi Sakura. Oh. So I, I, I think, thought it, we saw the graphic for. Yeah, I guess uh, I, I guess that's changed or something's happened there, but I'm just going by Wikipedia here. But I, either of those matches sound pretty good, but I've been enjoying the little storyline with. Um, Sakura and Athena from just the little videos I've seen on Twitter. Looks I can't cool. say I'm really clued up about it. Just like they've, she's like attacked her and they've, they've been beating each other up and stuff. And, uh, but I, I don't know if that they're changing I, that. I'm sure this will be a, a good match. Um, character wise, both of these I'm kind of cold on. Um, sorry, Sino in the chats correcting me that it is Yuka at the pay-per-view, but Emmy is just the ROH show tomorrow. Okay. Okay. So there right, are both you. matches actually happening. Okay, cool. So you can, Check out either of those. But I think Athena's retaining yes, both times, yeah. whatever titles. 100%. Uh, we got the ROH television title, Samoa Joe going up against Mark Briscoe. I think we give Mark some... I think you've got to give this to Mark, yeah. right? He's he's going to be vacating the tag titles on this show. Yeah. Um, yeah, I, I'd go Mark Briscoe 100%. Yeah, for sure. Uh, and this so- feel, I like that this is on the show, though, because this feels like a proper... ROH match. Yeah. You know, Joe and, uh, and Briscoe, like, it feels right. Like, Athena Yuka Sakazaki doesn't scream Ring of Honor to me. Yeah, you yeah. know what I mean? Yeah, but I think Joe and Mark should kill each other out here. Yeah. And go at it for sure. This match has my attention and definitely why I'll be watching. We'll, we'll give some thoughts on, on Vikingo in a second from last week, but Vikingo is defending his AAA title against Commander one on one. And the very next day, I think they have a triple threat. Or later that night, they have a triple threat. Like, there's so many different iterations of Vikingo fighting all sorts of different dudes. But this is a singles match of Commander and Vikingo. And you you must know, we are big fans of both these guys. We love our Lucha guys. We're see, we've seen Commander at Demand Lucha mm-hmm. a bunch. He's de, he's de, He's facing Gringo at the next Demand Lucha in a few weeks here in Toronto. But now Demand Lucha also has now advertised... Vikingo for an upcoming show in Toronto. So we love our Lucha. And this is uh, somewhat of a dream match for me here, just from the last year of becoming a big fan of Commander so, and, and Vikingo from the last few years. So this one is great. I see Vikingo taking the. I think v- Vikingo, I can't, I can't see a title yeah. change happening not on a AAA show. Yeah. And um, especially with talk of WWE having interest in Commander, I don't 
know if you'd want to risk swapping the titles over. Yeah. Having another Dragon Lee situation. Yeah, yeah. Um, and I, I think we've got to get that rematch between Vikingo and Kenny for this title at Triple a Triple Way show. So, so we can go to Mexico. Yeah, so I'm going Vikingo. <laughs> yeah, me too. But this match should absolutely bang. Uh, and then there's the triple tag match of Embassy versus AR Fox, Blake Christian, and Metalik. You think Blake Christian does it? Wins the big one in, in honor of his boy, Rick? Well, Brian Cage is showing up at WrestleMania to face Bobby Lashley, isn't he? Is that so, what he's saying? Yeah. Yeah. <laughs> so uh, I think it's it's AR Fox, Metalik, and Blake Christian's time. Right, yeah. Come on, Trey. Fair enough. Uh, there's also this crazy reach for the sky ladder match for the vacant tag titles, RIP Jay Briscoe. The Lucha Brothers taking on Top Flight, taking on Kingdom, taking on Aussie Open, and LIJ. So a lot of dudes in this match, but wow, this is going to be insane. You just know it. This whole show sounds pretty good. I'm going to go with Kingdom. Kingdom? Okay. I think looking at these, I'd say wouldn't they have had the, the closest connection with Jay? Most likely, yeah. Which I think would be nice they're a proper like feel like a proper roh team Mm -hmm. they can drop it i like i know they're pushing top flight a lot in roh so i could see them dropping it to say them down the line uh but yeah i think maybe the kingdom might be give them a bit of a adrenaline shot as well i'm okay with that yeah i'm definitely okay with that definitely like build them back up they are definitely a good enough team to be there and they're a team that's clearly not being used in aew Whereas we're getting Lucha Brothers on AEW, yeah. we're getting Lucha all the other teams. We're getting top flight. So yeah. I, I feel there maybe make the most sense for sure. Uh, I agree. But yeah, this show looks pretty good. Looks like a really good show. That's Friday night. Yeah, I'm. I've got it off work. I'm probably staying in and watching this one. Uh, I'm having it. We can watch together. We're having a few people over watching that, and then going to Shrek night. You nice. can come with us. <laughs> we'll see how I feel. <laughs> I'll I, let you know. I'm gonna, <laughs> there's a Saturday's a busy day. I'll let everyone know how my Shrek night mm. goes uh, next week on the show. But Shrek night, can't wait. Uh, yeah, there's a lot of other wrestling, though. Yeah. What else has your eye this year? Okay, obviously, um, Speedball, Mike Bailey, he stole WrestleMania weekend last year with the crazy amount of matches and bangers he was putting on. And he's going he's going for it again. Uh, definitely would recommend the interview with him and John Away. It's fantastic. Go, uh, everyone, check that out. Bailey was super interesting on that show. He's been awesome. We've seen him at a bunch of indie shows the past year, for sure. He's been killing it. And he's got, what, a match against... Kota Ibushi. Kota Ibushi. Which, like, that probably has the most attention this weekend out of a lot of things when it comes to, like, in-ring stuff. These two are going to kick the hell out of each other. So I, I definitely can't wait for that. I am bummed we're not getting Will Ospreay versus Speedball. I guess we'll have to see that eventually down the line somewhere else. But I am hoping that Ospreay heals up in time for Forbidden. Yeah. So Speedball is facing Ibushi, then rushing over to face Tanahashi. That's in insane. the same day. Um, yeah, his schedule's nuts. Um, I'm I'm very much looking forward to checking out his matches. Um, the the Ibushi match definitely has my interest because uh, we haven't seen Ibushi since what the G1, like two years yeah, ago. Yeah, I mean, yeah, we haven't so, seen him in a long time. Uh, but also, it's not your classic. It's not a wrestling match here. It's a blood sports match, right? As well, so we'll see how that looks as well. 
that one's definitely got my attention. Yeah, I mentioned Vikingo will be facing Commander and Taurus in a triple threat. I think that's actually Thursday by the time people are listening to this. But right. that's, again, that will be absolutely bonkers uh, as well. Uh, I'm trying to think of what else. We mentioned Bloodsport, right? Coda and Speedball. Moxley versus Alex Coughlin. Coughlin. Okay, that could be pretty cool. Um, the, what Marina Shafir and Killer Kelly, which I am a huge fan of Killer Kelly, so yeah. I, I can't wait to see that. Uh, I'm trying to think of other matches that I've seen advertised this weekend. Oh, DDT goes Hollywood. There's also DDT versus GCW, but uh, Takesh is going to be involved in some some matches. There, he's going up against this guy Yuki uh, Yuno, uh, who I, I actually would say check out that match because it could be pretty cool. Um, but also Nick Wayne and Andrew Everett are teaming in a match and Andrew is someone I haven't seen in quite a while, but I used to be a pretty big fan of in impact. So, uh, again, this whole weekend, there's so much going, I'm just trying to fly through. There's a couple on the impact new Japan multiverse show that has my attention as well. That's where you've got Mike Bailey versus Tanahashi. Uh, also Moose versus Jeff Cobb. This X division match looks pretty cool. Trey Miguel, Frank Kazarian, Rich Swan, Kevin Knight, uh, Clark Connors and Rocky Romero. Sorry, wow. it's the the tag match has my attention. I okay. Mean, uh, Chris Bay and Ace Austin versus the Mighty Don't Kneel versus Modem City Machine Guns versus Aussie Open. Right, yeah. There's a lot of very good people in that match. That should be pretty fun. Yeah, that was the other thing I was bummed about uh, th that was advertised, that holy crap, you have my attention when it does happen, is uh, Time Machine, which is Machine Guns and Kushida yeah. taking on... Aussie Open and Will Ospreay, which please that one day great. one day needs to happen, but they have had to change that. So yeah, looking forward to that show. That was a pretty good show last year. Um, you've got the uh, Gringo Locos. Oh yeah, show, we'll which... definitely be watching that. Gringo Locos got World on Lucha, and I mean we had our interview with him. Would highly recommend checking that out. And you know he's got some just some fuckery of Lucha happening because. Uh, him and his boys know exactly that. They're all the Lucha stars. Isn't it Gringo versus Psycho Clown? Yeah, Gringo. I'm getting super stoned right. and watching yes, that show. We're getting blasted for that one, so I cannot wait for that. Um, Spring Break looks nuts. Speedball versus Vikingo. Joey Janela versus Ibushi. Uh, Motor City Machine Guns versus Nick Wayne and Jordan Oliver. Okay. And this looks fun. An open challenge. Makito teaming with Nick Gage to take on Effie and Ali Catch. Boosie. Yeah, that's probably uh, the match. That, that the, looks the show. a pretty fun show, actually. That would be the show. Whoa, that's a crazy show. Yeah, that looks nuts. Speedball and Vikingo as well. That's I haven't announced nuts. the clusterfuck yet, though. Oh, if I was going, though, that would be the hot ticket, mm. honestly. That one sounds nuts. Uh, GCW's also doing an emo night, like, later in the night, That's which is 3 crazy. Those, those sound pretty fun. Uh, Effie's Gay Brunch is another one of the fun events they do. Like, there's so much of this wrestling stuff going on. Excalibur and Christopher Daniels and Jimmy Jacobs and Paul London are going into the Indie Wrestling Hall of Fame. Nice. Hey, what about the actual WWE Hall of Fame? Stacey Keebler? Nice. Good stuff. Aren't you, aren't you proud of her? I'm a big Stacey Keebler Yeah, fan. shout Very out George proud. Clooney. Um, who else is in it? Oh, the great Muda, Rey Mysterio. Yeah. Is that where Dom kicks him in the nuts? I, I would hope not, right? Yeah. You don't want to ruin a Hall of Fame speech, but yeah. Uh, I guess no Batista. Uh, Andy Kaufman. Oh, Andy Kaufman. Absolutely. I think um, Waller. Oh, and just okay. announced referee Tim White is being inducted. Nice. That's good. I'm glad um, he's getting the Warrior Award. Okay. Um, I like that. I think there's definitely kind of, you know, referees and ring announcers and things like that who deserve to be acknowledged and recognized as well. Yeah. 
Absolutely, for sure. I love that. Um, so yeah, that, that, that's pretty cool. I think Batista just couldn't make it. I think there was scheduling issues. That's why there probably wasn't him yeah, involved, but once it works out, maybe at 40 next year. In yeah, for sure. But yeah, there's a lot of wrestling going on this weekend. And I mean, hey, if you're someone who maybe just watches, you know, like the, the big TV stuff, that's totally cool. But I do know the streaming stuff to check out a lot of the other indie stuff is really cheap this year. Oh, yeah. All the collective for it's like nine bucks or something. It's like so that. worth it's, it. It's, it's actually worth it. And year. like, hey, like support these these feds, support the, the indie wrestlers. And because next time this year, some of these people will will be on the other TV channels and, and stuff. That's the way it usually goes with these things. But uh, super excited, not only for WrestleMania, like the, the actual WWE WrestleMania weekend, but a lot of the other stuff just sounds bonkers so mm-hmm. by the end of by monday morning by, by monday after recording a show we'll be so wrestled out that we'll just tune in for monday night raw after absolutely Mania. and then there's tuesday night nxt, NXT. then there's wednesday night yeah, yeah there's Dynamite. no stand and deliver i mean yeah. we're doing a lot here guys we got stand and deliver during the day we're gonna go live on the post feed on the youtube right after it ends and then as soon as that ends we're gonna quickly put that up and then run over to the bar and have our watch party for Saturday night and Sunday night. Uh, then I said Monday after we'll go live sometime during the day, follow the socials for that. But like, we're going to be doing a lot of oh, yeah. watching wrestling and, and having a good time. So I'm super excited. Um, some thoughts on dynamite last week, because everyone was talking about Vikingo and Kenny Omega in a five-star classic. If you ask me just incredible. Yeah, this was all of the quote-unquote controversy about oh the dream who match. is this guy i don't know this guy they're advertising it as a dream match all of that i think people who had seen vikingo before we knew we knew and we're like no this is going to get your attention um i've watched this a couple of times now i've shown a couple of people the match yeah. uh it was fantastic i think such a credit to vikingo because we've seen him do all these crazy spots we've seen all the gifts online and stuff but your first time on national TV, your biggest audience to date, um, nailing every single one. We've seen in the past, you know, like Sin Cara came to WWE and had such a name about him and then came and, you know, was botching and stuff. And it it yeah. makes people go, ah, all right, right away. There's so much pressure. He nailed everything. That, like leap backwards off the top into the poison rana i screamed i i like screamed at the top of my lungs at that spot we were sitting next to each other and i scared you were like yo (laughs) but i was i got i just rewatched it today this morning before recording i was like oh i might as well throw it on again and i screaming again i already watched it but i'm like how are you doing the like inverted flipping dragon rana like all of his spots dude spider-man and that's like kenny obviously obviously as well kenny's fantastic and was great base for him and oh, just yeah. when he's then coming back drilling him with these v triggers and stuff it was an awesome awesome match yeah one of the best dynamite matches for sure one of the best like this was free man this wasn't even on a triple mania or a mm. pay-per-view or anything this was like free so i hope we see more of this i mean the second we started watching this guy i would recommend for people not too familiar uh his match with ray phoenix from last year from triple mania like blew my socks off so would would say like look up some of his his past stuff but like, AAA is going to want to try to keep this guy, yeah. protect this guy. He's becoming their their guy. So I just don't know if you would see him show up in other places. Because there is people saying, hey, Commander might be showing up somewhere else and, yeah. and stuff. So there, um, When I was at work, uh, one of the 
the cooks who likes wrestling came in on his day off and was just having some drinks. And I was telling him, oh, this guy's wrestling tonight. Watch this. And just showed him like a highlight reel of Viking. Yeah, clips. And there's this older guy sat at the bar. And I've got the, the network on one channel. And you often see there's either people who... There's kind of three types of people. There's people who clearly watch wrestling and they're kind of watching what's going on. There's the people just like smirking at it, you know, that fake shit, that kind of thing. And there's the people, oh yeah, I used to like this back in the day with Stone Cold and The Undertaker. You get all those people. Anyway, this guy's there, not really paying much attention to the network and sees what I'm showing this Vikingo clips. And he just goes, that's incredible. (laughs) How, like, how? And, like, suddenly was, like, it, the first time he's ever seen any kind of yeah. wrestling like that. It was like, that's amazing. And you're doing that on TV? Like, that's, it blew his mind. Yeah. And I'm sure there were so many people watching that match last week who yeah. also had their mind blown. Yeah. It, rem- it reminds me, I've definitely told the story, but when I worked at TSN, it was after, uh, the, like, the day or so after Bailey versus Sasha from TakeOver, like, the famous match yeah. everyone loves. I'm watching it for a second time, like at work and I have it on all the screens and a janitor came into the room and he started cleaning the room as the match was starting and he stood at the door and watched the whole match. <laughs> and then at the end of it, he, I, he was like, what, what did I just watch? That was, that was amazing. Yeah. What was that? Like, those are, those are women wrestling. And yeah. that was better than like, and he's, that was better than when I used to watch like triple H and things back in the day. He's like, holy crap. Like, I just remember, he was so shocked, like stood That's there. Amazing. What was that? Uh, but yeah, back to Vikingo. I hope we see more of him. We hope we get that rematch with Kenny. You know, Kenny is my favorite. And this, he just, he was the perfect base for this. He let this guy fly all over the place. So giving to yeah, him as like, well. Made him look like and a star. The respect he gave him after the match yeah. and stuff. Uh, just seeing Kenny in singles matches yes. as well. He said it was over 500 days since his last singles match on so, TV. So is Don Callis secretly the biggest baby face in wrestling because he's just giving us singles Kenny, what we all wanted for a long time now. So really, like, it's kind of backwards. But that storyline's a little weird. So, yeah, at the end, we can go into some other talk. At the end, there's a, uh, a beatdown from the BCC. Uh, the Bucks have been taken out earlier in the night. We assume, they, they le- le- lead you to assume it's the BCC that took out the Bucks. Hangman comes out, clears the ring. and We then, thought it was Goldberg. <laughs> <laughs> and then uh, Callis kind of does a, like a, a back bump. A phantom bump. And pretends he's been struck by Kenny. So Hangman's like, sorry, Kenny's Hang- like, yo, what the fuck, uh, Hangman. Yeah. Um, so you think this is... Callous trying to just don't have any friends. Yeah. You're on your own. Just be on your own. Don't don't you worry. Just got about out of the trios division. Nope, no, don't go back to that X. Yeah. Don't go back to your X. None of that. Just be on your own. You're living life you you need to learn the single life, Kenny. Yeah. Just be a dog again. Yeah. <laughs> um which yeah, so maybe I, I think you're right. I think it is Callus who maybe orchestrated uh the Bucks being taken out. Because uh, he's trying to get. Kenny. He made a reference in the show. I, I do love Don Callis. I, yeah. I love Don Callis. He's because he, you love to hate him, and that's his job. Mm-hmm. So I think he's really good at that. Throughout back to the, the Cyrus days, I think he's good at that. Um, but he said like, "Oh, don't worry, they'll heal up in like five months. Don't worry, they'll be." So they're good kids. Yeah, don't that worry kind about of thing. Just, yeah. just dismissing yeah. them, right? It is interesting because it's like, okay, well, if the story now is sorry, is it Matt Jackson who's hurt? One of them is hurt. Now. Matt's had a, like a partial bicep tear. And people are reporting that, uh, you know, he's not going to be getting surgery, but still he's going to be out for a while. Yeah. So I, I, 
I think uh, Meltzer said it's like two to six months. Yikes. So which would take him out of, it could Summer. potentially take him out of Forbidden Door. Yeah. Um, Damn, that's unfortunate. So like, where do we go with this storyline of like, Kenny, look, Kota Ibushi is stateside come Wednesday. Mm. I think he's showing up to help Kenny now that the Bucks aren't there. And Ken, and Kota clears thing. And Don goes, oh, also, I got someone who can help us. Takeshita. There's your new like right. forming of, t- of a team. And Don didn't necessarily want Kenny to be alone. He just wanted him to be with like his his new guy or something. But I'd assume you'd put Hangman in that as well. Oh, right. Um, true. Yeah. Um, yeah. Yeah. We're getting another uh, Kenny singles match tonight with Jeff Cobb yep. defending. I, f- I forgot he was US champion. New Japan. Yeah. Uh, I, I mean, by the time you're listening to this, maybe Kota already showed up. <laughs> Who knows? Um, but yeah, I think they, they're doing a, a pretty good job with yeah. the, uh, like, it's just so, yes, we finally get him in that division again. Um, BCC as heels, I'm still not sure about. Yeah. Like, I know the matches are going to be good once they pull the trigger on these combinations, but I don't really feel that they're, yeah, I don't. I just don't buy them as a heel unit. Yeah, me too. I feel Uta and uh, Claudio almost feel like you know, private school kids who've teamed up with the the rough guy from the yeah, yeah. the public school and just I don't buy them as Scary. badasses. Yeah, I agree. Like I buy mocks, obviously. Yeah, for sure. But there's not much difference between like heel mocks and yeah babyface mocks and just doing things like low blows or whatever. It's like I. Kind of doesn't fit your character right now, but I hope it comes around. I hope it leads to something that we can get away from that and and go mm-hmm. on. I do think Mox should like go off for a bit and and chill and then come back. But I mean, if there's some good stories that they have to tell, then then for sure go for it. But what I, else had your attention last week? Uh, I mean, that match just blew my mind, mm-hmm. and I've watched it back like a, a few times already now. So that definitely had it. I can't even remember now what that's, else happened. That's the only thing I really remember is the is the main story. The the elite and BCC. Yeah. I mean, we have FTR coming back for the titles. They're saying that if they lose, they're going back to WWE (laughs) playing with all the, the Twitter rumors and that. Um, yeah, I, which kind of indicates to me, I think they're staying. Yeah. You've got to get these titles off the guns. Yeah. Uh, zero reaction. Uh, I'm liking the stuff with the, the, I, I guess we're going towards the four pillars Double or nothing match. It looks like it, yeah. Right? Like, that seems like that would be the actual way they go. I I think that makes sense. I think you can do different combinations with the four before then. Um, and then it, it gives MJF a bit of a longer reign before you go to your big, like, your big guys. Your yeah. big guns, your hangmans, your kennies, all that. So right. I don't mind this as a pay-per-view match. Yeah. I, I, I'm excited to see what, what kind of the... the the, the card eventually kind of shapes up because mm. I feel like there could be some some good stuff with especially the way the Kenny stuff is going I do hope it's a singles big singles match just because so far this guy's easily wrestler of the year I think it will be an anarchy in the arena or something for mm. for that I think you'll get all those guys tied up in that something else I want to talk about mm. seems like everyone always wants to talk about you just we just can't keep his name out of our mouths CM Punk sigh <laughs> <laughs> CM Punk uh staying relevant as ever by just reminding us that hey wrestling's also about the dumb shit. Uh just loves to tweet and delete. Or sorry, Instagram and delete, story post and delete. He's so modern. So this started with uh on the Observer message board where oh, no. Dave Meltzer said 
do you know why they didn't advertise Punk versus Moxley longer and why it had a short build? Because Punk agreed to it. Then AEW got a legal letter saying he wasn't down with it and wasn't doing it. And they didn't know if he'd come out, come until Tony put his foot down. There are a lot of nice things I can say about him. And you can absolutely argue his position on Moxie was correct. But you can't argue he willingly did what he was asked in the situation. Uh, to which Punk tweet and deleted. Sorry, grammed and deleted. Doesn't have the same ring, does it? Uh, it feels like he, maybe he did a gram and deleted yeah. it. It's more like it. <laughs> Sigh. I wasn't clear to come back to wrestle yet. Then plan was to wrestle at the pay-per-view. I sat and listened to Moxie. Moxie's Rocky 3 idea. I explained how I'd never seen a Rocky movie uh, and thought the idea sucked. But if the boss wanted to do it, whatever. He said he wouldn't lose to me. I'd never experienced someone refusing to lose to me. I just laughed. I asked Tony if this was what he wanted. He said yes. He's the boss, so I said okay, but I need to be cleared first. They kept saying it could be a squash, so I didn't need to be cleared. I scoffed at that. My health is more important. Dave Meltzer is a liar. Jericho is a liar and a stu- stooge. There were plans, but plans always change. But I'll never put a company above my health ever again. End Graham story. Yeah. I mean, man, like I'm joking, but clearly, you know, Mr. Straight Edge. Maybe he just all this time needs to he smoke needs a to joint. Say meth or something. Yeah. <laughs> you just smoke a joint. Just, yeah. Maybe if you smoked a joint, like, <laughs> you know, you, you would have main evented WrestleMania or something. I don't know. Yeah. Like, wow. This, um... I saw someone tweet that earlier today. Shout out Rated Heart. But it's like, wow, this guy just sounds like a dick, dude. I get it. There's definitely people out there who love this stuff about wrestling. And the, the, the bullshit of wrestling is definitely a part of wrestling and the allure to, like, why we get sucked into it and stuff. But, like, just to just to go off. Look, if it is something that is Meltzer's fault for saying things on a message board, it just sounds so schoolboy shit. I think I, I listened to like, Meltzer on post and he's basically saying, yeah, things I say on the Observer Radio and things I write. In the Observer, I'm putting out there. Yeah. And he's like, I've never really seen the message board that way. And it's like, come on, Dave. Like, you know, in 2023, yeah. how quickly, like this Instagram story was up for minutes, you know, and Before it's everywhere. It got taken down. Like, like it, it was careless, I think, on Dave's part, if he didn't want to report it. And why hasn't he reported it? If this is a... Yeah. He then went on to say like, oh, I kind of wish I didn't say that on the yeah Observer. yeah like, yeah well, so that's your job yeah. like why you shouldn't as a journalist be worried about upsetting people if what you're saying is factual yeah and i think punk kind of like that press conference there's things in there which he's he's very fair to be pissed about but it's the way he goes about it and then the way he like this whole thing is about an issue with like moxley and Meltzer. And then he's like, yeah, and fuck Jericho. Essentially. <laughs> and like, that's where he loses people because he then starts bringing in, you know, Colt Cabana's mum and stuff like yeah. that. And it's like, whoa, where are, we, where are we going here? Yeah. And similar to that press conference, like what I get from this is similar to that press conference where he just, without facts, out and out blames Kenny and the Bucks for leaking stuff to Meltzer. Here he's doing the same with Jericho, you know? He's just saying... Like- Jericho, Jericho put puts it out there like you know he's close with melts like that's what i'm getting from that is yeah jericho spreading shit about me again yeah uh, it's it's totally bizarre that like it seems this guy's got beef with fucking everyone Mm. and it's like huh you know i think a famous singer songwriter taylor swift just recently put it hi 
it's me. I'm the problem. It's me. Yeah. That's clearly it. Like, I listened to Mox on Renee, the sessions, and Renee is fantastic. Yeah. And a podcast with her and her husband, Moxley, who they're just so good together. Couple they're so goals. different, but it works. Exactly. Yeah. I love it so much. And I thought that, like, just under an hour conversation, he he put it best and just reminds me he's a real one. He's just like, yo, what's all this dumb shit? Like, can we not talk about this? Can we talk about how Kenny and Vikingo had a great match? Can we talk about this? Like, he's mm. he's just like, this is so stupid. And uh, I just find it so weird that, like, this is this is something that's drama in wrestling. I, I find it really stupid. I, I really don't like it. Yeah. And also, like, you would have thought Punk went through a whole court case. Um, about with, talking with shit. talking shit about like the doctor and stuff that was potentially libelous here. He's saying basically they wanted me to work injured, not cleared, injured. And that's a big, big story in itself. Where is that true? If it is, that's a big problem. And then when you think we're looking at the likes of Shibata and page Soraya being booked and you, when they haven't been cleared by other companies and you go, ah, oh, is this a, is this an issue in AEW? Um, so that's that's a big thing he's put out there as well. So Punk's like, oh, I was still hurt and I shouldn't have been forced to... I knew uh, I'd be cleared for the pay-per-view, but not... I don't know, it was weird. It's just kind of weird. And also, like, I saw Cody Rhodes in that match with a yeah. red gob all over his fucking yeah. body. He wrestled. Not, you know, poking fun, but, like, it's just weird, I think man. something I uh, I haven't really been seen being talked about is... so. Punk is talking about the first match, the dynamite match, yeah. which was a squash. It was Punk crushes injured him. himself and lost yeah. and got hit by the DDT and stuff. I feel like when that happened, it was, okay, this is to cement Moxley's title reign. He's been interim. Yeah. It's to be, actually, you've carried this company for the last few months when Punk's been injured. Yeah. Like on a last minute notice, you're main eventing with Tanahashi and killing it and stuff. It, I... I felt that was a way of going like, okay, let's solidify this Absolutely. title. Um, do something a bit different going into the pay-per-view and Punk can get his win back. Remember, Mox, before Punk was there, Mox was the number one guy, really. Yeah. Like him and Jericho. Um, so I think it was totally fair for him to want to. For sure. Say, yeah, you, you can win it in your hometown on the big stage. Yeah. Let me solidify, solidify this, this as a two-time champ. Did it not make the story more interesting? It made the story go, whoa. It, it like definitely people were and still criticize it because they were mad about um, can we just announce the match for the pay-per-view? We were saying it as well, but I appreciated it was something different. Yeah. And, and then it led to the, the epic Ace now Steel, forgotten Ace yeah, Steel exactly. promo like that it, never happened. It was good TV for a couple of weeks. Yeah. And I can understand why Punk would go, sorry, we're doing this match like last minute on TV and I'm losing. Like I can, there's certainly reasons to question it and scoff at it as he puts, but yeah, just, like, we were talking last week about, oh, I, I feel he's coming back. I feel Bridges have been mended yeah. and fixed and stuff. And then this happens. Or it's a work, 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 yeah. work. Maybe. I mean, it's just so you're calling out everyone and talking shit to everyone. Like, do you have a problem Without with facts, everyone? Without the time Like, seems. you must be fucking great at parties. Like, you must be such a fucking per- nice this person. He's a grown man now. Like, I got it. Like, I understood it 15 years ago. Yeah. Whatever. Like, now you're a... An adult, you know, yeah, it's just so silly. 
Yeah. And yeah, Mox is like, yeah, shit happened. It's, it was sad to see what he was saying, though. Like, I've never seen so much fucking bullshit in a locker room. Yeah. And you hear that interview where he's going off on WWE. Yeah. And he's saying it's... AEW's like, there's things that need to be fixed there for sure. Yeah. And Mox's saying, like, there's a lot of bullshit. I, he's definitely referring to a lot of the punk stuff in the last, you know, months and this year. But, like, yeah. it it's That was an interesting listen and definitely made me, like, again, punk... You could always be right in certain things, but the way you're saying things and the way you're going about things can make you wrong, regard like regardless in situations, because you're just coming across as such an asshole. There's something as well with Tony Khan where and you see this in other like workplaces, is the boss who's trying to be everyone's friend. Yeah. And then when something like this happens where you are friends with some of the people, it's maybe not putting a firm enough foot down or stuff like that. And it seems like, like you look in the, the press conferences where, where Punk's going off and Tony's right beside him. It seems like Punk's leading Tony rather than the other way around. Yeah, yeah. You know? Um, Especially in that presser. Yeah, so, and you need someone. Like, I can't see someone, for all his criticisms, I can't see someone doing this to Vince McMahon. No. Like Vince's like, no, I'm the boss. Yeah. Undertaker, you're losing to Brock today. The streak's over. Right. All right. You're the boss. Um, Triple H, I think, would have that firmer hand on things. But a lot of shit's gone down last year. Yeah. Look, Punk Punk is a draw for AEW. AEW can be such a bigger entity with Punk. There's no denying that at all. But, like, do they necessarily need all that baggage that comes with it? You know? Like, it's definitely... It's definitely a, a catch twenty two because like I want this company. I love I love mm. wrestling and like I said, the past few years of wrestling as a fan has been awesome. Especially AEW, they do a lot. They do a lot of not so good things, but they do so much good stuff and and so much great entertainment for us the fans. And I want to see them get bigger and succeed and do lots of stuff. And when they brought in Punk and that started off, that was such good business for them and such such way more eyes on that mm. product. But then now as a fan. He's almost like made me turn on him because I'm like, why do I even bother? I've watched your matches. This time is, I think it, he sounds like he wants to wrestle again. Think when he left WWE the first time, he very much divorced himself from all wrestling. Like he'd shoot down questions about it and I'm never wrestling again. All all that. The fact he's showing up to like battle in the Valley. The fact he's, he's been tweeting about wanting to come back and that kind of thing. I feel like he does want to wrestle, but. There's all this bullshit he's got to get through, which with him, it's going to be in any way he's going to try and anywhere work. he goes, he's going to have issues with something. That's just the way he is. It's the way this guy is like wired, I guess. Like, I, I just don't think it's it's worth it. I don't need to see this guy mess up uh, buckshot lariats anymore. I, I'm, I'm definitely like he's not a draw for me, but I totally see it and would love for him to come back and work things out. I really liked his run. I, I thought he had some fantastic. I thought he matches. had some good stuff, but definitely not like the the last few matches. They were just okay, but like I I do think he should come back and and he could just everything should work. I, I, why can't we all be friends? Let yeah. everyone just get along and make money and do business is is the end of the day. But he keeps posting things like that. It's like, are you just is this the way you are? You're in character all the time now because mm-hmm. you're just coming across that way. You're gonna try to bring him in as a heel. It's like when they tried to turn Austin heel. It's like you're still just you're still CM Punk, so you're getting cheered. But uh, again, a- does AEW need CM Punk? No, but like if they were to be together, it could be like a proper like 
it it works. We've seen it. it when when all the AEW so weird. It's like since Punk coming in. When was the only time when like they were firing on every cylinder going? Mm. Ever since then, it's not hit. It's like someone's out. This person's out. Yeah. Cole is out. Undisputed Era come in, but they're injured and it didn't work out. Then we bring in Punk and it's like, okay, well now this happened. It's like everything. There's there's always a hitch somewhere that the full team cannot be operating at the same time but mm. when that does happen hopefully like that's when something clicks a lot bigger yeah i i hope it gets sorted out it definitely seems further away than it was yeah um still love it and they're yeah. killing it don't get me wrong and we're excited because they're coming in june for toronto our our back door and we're going to be having a blast going to all those shows and stuff but like yeah uh it's just weird i i love i love the silliness and bullshit of wrestling it's again it's such a part of it right but like calling people out on tweet and delete things like mm-hmm. that's what like 16 year old girls do like yeah. what are you doing like you know what you're do- i think he knows what he's doing and once it's out as we said you know it's going to be screenshotted fucking own it just yeah. leave it up yeah coward yeah um smoke a joint pepsi sucks <laughs> you did mention uh mox on the sessions as yeah. well which i i listened to as well i thought it was a pretty fun interview i like how you're going in and you're like all right we're gonna get the dirt and then he's like I really like Marina Shafir. I love her footwork. Yeah. (laughs) Really good. What a gem Mark sounds. Like, how could you have an issue with this guy? Yeah. Honestly. How could you have an issue with Hangman? But I thought there was some more, like, AEW warning signs from this as well. Him saying about how he was working without a contract for ages. And no matter how much you trust someone. Yeah. Don't do that. (laughs) Like, we've seen it. We've seen it happen in the past. We've seen, you know... Jarrett holding up WWF for money. We've He's seen. Yeah, you're referring to him saying that. Medusa trashing the title. He uh, said he could have like walked into SummerSlam that day because yeah. he was was working under contract. I like he did not say on the show if there was like a feeler out to him or someone mm. knew about this kind of stuff. But he did say like he could have if he I, wanted. To. Like I definitely got from this interview, and he's not as explicit as Punk. Like he he. I don't even said CM Punk's name. I yeah. don't think. He like, says, what's his dick? <laughs> yeah. Um, but, like, I, I found it a bit damning on Tony as well. Yeah. Just, like... You let that guy do never that? Never seen this much bullshit and, like, this happens and this rightfully happens. Rightfully so, though. Like, rightfully so. I would imagine. We, I mean, we were at that Buffalo show. Yeah. Right, right after Brawl Out, where Mox cut the promo and you could tell he was pissed. Yeah. So pissed at this bullshit. You go back to those, like, like we were doing with those hangman promos where we go, Oh, that was a bit weird. And then when everything's coming out, you go back to the, uh, fragile, fragile body, fragile ego, right? Lines from Mox, which now after hearing all this has a bit more weight to it. Yeah. You know, like the fragile ego comments, you're talking about your top baby face in the company here. Yeah. You're not talking about, yeah, a Mox saying MJF, you've got a fragile ego. Makes sense story wise, line wise, but the yeah. main hero of the story, and you're going fragile body, fragile ego. I, yeah, you could looking back, you could see the animosity there. Yeah, it definitely checks out. It, it would be interesting to look back at some of the stuff that was happening there. Clearly, Mox was pissed at just like how again the bullshit took the center stage and took away from mm. like everything else that weekend and and still going forward months and months later. And I wonder if tensions backstage and stuff would have added to him going no no no, i'm gonna win the first one yeah if punk was 
getting along perfectly fine with everyone. He might have been, yeah, let, I'll drop it to you at the pay-per-view. Right. Yeah, that's that's true. It could have been it. Uh, and and he and then he he really doubles down on not seeing Rocky. Yeah, <laughs> <laughs> which got heel heat from some people, but yeah. that's okay. Uh, we all have movies we haven't seen, but that one like it's a it's a pretty it's like not wrestling, but like I haven't seen it. It's like it's still pretty. You should watch it. It's pretty yeah, good. Well, one day. Third, the third one though, not my favorite, but no, that's maybe. So does he lose in a squash match and then wins? Yeah. I've, which what's that clubber? What's in the third one? Clubber Lang. I'm trying to think of when is the other guy. Anyways, but yeah, uh, shout out Moxley. He did sound like a real one listening to him. I I always enjoy his interviews. And and he he goes off on like protecting the Bucks and Kenny. Like yo, like screw people who hate on these guys. Cornet, basically. Yeah, yeah, saying, yeah, yeah. yeah. Uh, well, there's the the drama of the the punk mock stuff mm. going on. AEW though, still killing it. I'm sure they'll be having some some stuff going forward for Double or Nothing. I'm sure it'll be great lead in weeks to that, and then Forbidden Door in a few months down in our neighborhood. We're so excited about that. WrestleMania this weekend though, we are hyped for lots and lots of wrestling. Go check out. Uh, all the shows we have coming out, uh, including, well, Monday we'll be going live after everything kind of settles. So hang out with us on this feed. Uh, I think Shot in the Dark is going to be a little hiatus because he's going to Lego World. Or he sorry, is, yeah. Uh, Mario World. Sino's going to Mario I'm World. Jealous. Yeah, That's hella great. jealous. Great dad. Uh, so poisonrana.ca for the links for all our podcasts and links to our patreon.com slash poisonrana for all the shows that we do up there. We just did WrestleMania 11 and 19, two different reviews there, plus access to all the different movie reviews and pay-per-view reviews that we put out. And uh, yeah, follow our socials for the next few days this weekend because we'll be posting some fun stuff. We'll post some Instagram stories and then take them down minutes later. Yes. Like the cowards we are. No, we'll leave them up. Because we're we're men. I'm gonna post the drinks menu. Oh, should we discuss this. the drinks menu? You can do. Yeah. yeah. Okay. Look, we're throwing a party, and we've done these things a few times. When we were up next, I mean, we still are, but uh, we did a takeover tailgate in Toronto, and you came up with a list. We had some great stuff. The Royal Rumble shot is our most popular thing because it's the bartender's just a random entry, so you don't know what shot you're getting. We brought that. And it's back. a little cheaper as well than the other shots. Exactly. So like, if you want to pay a little less, yeah, you can just. You know, tell us if you have allergies. Yeah. I don't want any deaths yeah. at my watch party. So far, those have been like hits at the different events that we've done. But you've you've come up with a whole new menu here. Yeah. So we, we're bringing back the the Poison Rana, uh, which is tequila, one of our favorites. Tequila with raspberry sourpuss and melon liqueur topped up with ginger ale. <sighs> Pretty good. Goes, oh, yeah. goes down quite nicely. Very fire. Um, we've got the Bloodline Spritz, which is a... A reworked red rum, but we thought this is yeah. a WWE event. So. We the red rum. The Bloodline Spritz, which is uh, spiced rum and fireball with cranberry and soda. It tastes like Christmas. It was so good. It was the number one. It sold out at the last event. A, a lot of our drinks sell out eventually, yeah. but it was the first one to sell out. We've got the American Nightmare, which is bourbon with ginger beer and lime juice. So Ooh. like a bourbon mule. Nice. So... For, for Cody there. Finish the story. Finish your drink. Exactly. We've got some shooters like the Samoan Spike, which is half Malibu and half Raspberry Sourpuss dropped in Coors Light and orange juice. And then you shoot it. And you just chug it back. Samoan Spike. Samoan Spike. Ooh. Wow. The Banger Bomb uh, also has a controversial other name that <laughs> people would be upset. Irish lads know. Yep. It's uh, Irish whiskey with Irish cream dropped in Guinness. And then you chug it back. This is like... 
I love this shot because it's you got to drink it right away, otherwise it curdles and yeah. goes nasty. But kind of tastes like like a milkshake. Yeah, it's good. It's nice. Everyone loves those those bombs. And then the KOD, the kiss of death, which is half Chambord and half Frangelico. So it kind of tastes like a PB and J. Yeah. Very nice. nice. The Royal Rumble shot you've mentioned. But if you're not a drinker, which I'm sure there'll be non-drinkers showing up as well, we love you as well and we want you to get involved. Uh, so this is the only non-WWE, but it was WWE once. The Pepsi Plunge. Boo. Boo. Which is cola, milk, and grenadine served over ice with a cherry. This kind of tastes like a like a ice cream float, like a Coca-Cola float. Okay. Uh, sounds weird. Yeah. Uh I tried it, and then you're like, "Oh no, actually, this is this is pretty good." This is like Laverne and Shirley Pepsi and milk thing. They did it back on the show years ago. It's nice. Yeah. I really like uh, a vodka paralyzer, which right, is right. vodka Kahlua milk and Coke, which Weird. is good. So uh, that the Pepsi plunge. But I mean, the real virgin drink. Then the main event, the proper, the virginist of virgin drinks, is the Brooks Jensen. <laughs> I imagine there's going to be people showing up going. Who who is that photo at the end there? Who is that? And other people going, oh, that's good. Yeah, that's good. Uh, Surin in the chat says that's good. Yeah, <laughs> he's he's loving that run right now with the skull emoji, dead face, and that's pineapple juice, ginger beer, and lime juice in a mule mug. So like a nice. pineapple virgin mule, yeah, which goes together quite nicely. When you order one, uh, we play Freebird. Yes. <laughs> you also, for every drink you order from that menu, you get a free raffle ticket for a chance to win, you know, replica titles, yeah. to dynamite, a whole lot of a plaque, like yeah, bloodline you, t-shirts. We got a whole lot there. We got some great stuff. We got, you got the, you have a Cody weight belt. We yes. have actual replica world title belts, different ones for each night. And we got like things to give away. We, you, you've come up with like different trivia games, like name that tune kind of thing mm-hmm. and, and all sorts of fun stuff that is just going to be like entertainment throughout the night of the show as well. So we've, you've, we've come up with this like whole event thing. We're pretty much event planners since like a year ago. We're just coming up with wrestling parties. Yeah. And, and so far it's been, and we love it. And so far they keep getting bigger and better. So we're super excited. So, uh, again, if you're not able to make this one, Plan ahead for forbidden, mm. the forbidden poor. The forbidden poor. Yeah. Hey, guys, thank you so much for uh, listening and hanging out with us here today, especially everyone in the YouTube chat. We will we'll be back Monday sometime on the, in the afternoon after the WrestleMania storm winds down and then Tuesday night back for Up Next. But, yeah, we will – sorry, we will be live during stand, – after Stand and Deliver, yeah. of course, on the post feed. So post feed. Look, look for that. But it's going to be a busy, busy WrestleMania weekend. So – Give me the green light. Get your passport. You got a passport? passport. Mr. International, I got a passport. Get it all ready. Get hyped. At Poison Rana Pod, Twitter, Instagram, and all that jazz. I, myself, Brain Harrington, Twitter, Instagram, at the Bray D. And I am at Davey Portman. Take care. Goodbye. Be safe. And happy WrestleMania. Ahoy!